go. Dun, 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 dun. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Coming to you on a special night. It's, it's a, a Friday, Friday night, night. So we we were we weren't doing anything and we just wanted to do something a little different tonight. Yeah, we had to switch it up. In fact, we probably should wait a couple minutes and give people a chance to That's compile in the room. Normally there's music playing, but we haven't figured that out yet on this platform. Straight into it. Yeah, so, so. so unfortunately, but fortunately, they don't get the opportunity to get their bathroom breaks, tell their friends, uh, or any of that good get stuff. Get their drinks ready, get, 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 get roll up. You know, they don't have a chance to do any of that. So we're going to give everybody a second. Yes. Pull themselves together. Get your know, shit right, tell people. Tell a friend to tell a friend, yo, them niggas doing a show tonight. And to be a sports show yes and we're going to keep the topic sports for late in the night yeah so we're gonna yeah it's gonna exclude some people who are looking to get relationship advice today but hey we we, we love sports we really didn't get to covered on the last episode and so tonight we just figured we we give a whole episode and nothing but sports so you know the sports world has been popping this week. The sports world has definitely been popping this week. It's a lot of things going on, and we're going to bring it to you, you know. So welcome to the Effin' Podcast. I'm your host, Branson. I am B-Dub. Shout out, oh. Buddha, 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 and, and Kelly Joe. The co-hostess with the most is Kelly Joe. Make sure Joe. we're sounding high. Oh, we're sounding oh, crystal sound clear. Oh, I'm so excited. Dope. So yeah. definitely, like I said, I want to give a shout out to Buddha, Kelly Joe. I believe we will be doing another show tomorrow. Yeah, right? we should. With we're supposed all, to be doing another show tomorrow. With all the bells and whistles. But like I said, I was bored this Friday night. Wasn't a lot to do. We just want to talk. That's the point of having the podcasting equipment in certain locations. Yeah. You have access to it at any time. If I ever learn how to use this, I'll be doing podcasts all the time. Well, just if you ever want to sit down and be taught, I can show you. Early morning podcasts, just whatever. So, you know, got to give my girl Eighth and Fancy her usual shout out. Shout out. Definitely check my girl for your adult snacks and stuff she got the banging lemonade definitely want to shout out dang drinks as well shout Time out y'all to re-up us boys so you know what i'm saying we'll be looking forward to that i want to give a shout out to delph you know, yes definitely give a shout out to my shout out to delph. delph big delph big delph delph valentine in the atlanta area definitely check them out um, Basin Trouble Cafe uh, is where Delph operates out of. Uh, I don't have the address in front of me, um, but I know it's Terra Boulevard, uh, and I know it's right outside of Atlanta. So definitely want to shout him out. Now, I want to I want to make mention of something. We're probably going to jump on this again tomorrow when everybody else is here. But every year, yes, we've been doing this podcast least three four years every year your birthday comes by you don't say oh, mama. shit about it i'm like a jehovah's year, witness you don't say shit about your birthday the only thing i know is, oh damn the birthday today like you don't ever make mention about your birthday so i like my we birthday definitely got to give a happy birthday yeah. shout out to my man b-dub how old are you brother i am officially now 42 years young Fortunately, but unfortunately. It fits you well, though, brother. So, yes, like I said, happy birthday. You always think your birthday. I don't like people like knowing my birthday. year. Because then they, they force me to do shit I don't want to do, like get fucked up. Shout out my man Ains Bomb, because that's who we called you this morning. You know, I, know. I sent you the happy birthday song. Appreciate it. So, you know, we just want to let you know. We love you. We appreciate yeah. you. We're thankful. I'm not for a you. big birthday celebrator. I've I have not had a birthday party since I turned 16. That was the last time I had an official birthday party. I don't do birthdays. They get aggravating. We understand, but we definitely want to show you your love. You know what I'm saying? I know that the other cast members are going to say something about tomorrow, but I definitely wanted to bring it up before we jumped into tonight's show and stuff. So definitely happy birthday. Um, on the sports kick. Yeah, we got to start off on the somber note, of we course. We definitely have to start out on a somber note. We got to do our, uh, an RIP. To the legendary. Beyond legendary. 
like legendary football player, legendary just athlete in general, exactly. legendary activist, definitely was in these streets mm-hmm. promoting and, and and just taking place in the activism going on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, we, we we didn't even say his name yet. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. <laughs> oh, of course, rest in peace, Jim Brown. Athlete, actor, activist. Uh, multiple NFL record holder. Uh, Yeah, yeah. and movie star. Well, I said actor. Yeah, like you know, get like and movie star as well. So he won multiple MVP awards. Uh, NFL broke NFL records in the fifties and sixties, and retired from the NFL at thirty to focus on civil rights and his career in Hollywood because he found out he could make millions without having to um get hit and smashed up and not have the white boys who were blocking for him on the on the Cleveland Browns. All he had to do was get his name out there. Then he was like like to this day, every running back is always measured against Jim Brown. Mm -hmm. Every running back. Any running back who has any iota of being successful or being a monster is always compared to Jim Brown. And that's that's an amazing feat. And like you said, he was in such movies as The Dirty Dozen. Yes. I remember him the most from Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks. Yeah, I love Mars Attacks. I'm going to get you, sucker. Yes. Um, He was in... He was in a lot of um 70s films. He, he was... Bloods and Crips, I believe, was another movie he was in. Um, Yeah, Mars Attacks. Um, There was another big movie that he was in. And he was just a. I'm pulling it up. All for all for black rights. All for black rights. And oh, that, he's been in quite a few things. He's he got game. He, he was the um dude that was fucking with uh Denzel the whole movie. His um the officer watched him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in uh. It looks like any given Sunday. Yes. Uh, as an actor, um been in quite a bit uh let's see what else soul food uh the the tv series not the actual movie did a lot of voiceover work a lot of guest appearances on television shows throughout the 90s the running man he was in the movie the running you remember the running man with arnold Schwarzenegger? i'm gonna get you sucker i think you mentioned that tj hooker uh knight rider chips what else three the hard way you mentioned that yeah, he is in a lot of seventies movies: Black Gun, Slaughter, El Condor, Ninety Nine Rifles, One Hundred Rifles, Riot. Uh, let's see, Ice Station Zebra Kenner. He's got quite a number of films under his belt. Fifty-eight appearances as an actor. Well, just know that this football season, he is definitely going to be celebrated. Yes, he He's should. Going to be cel- as he should be, because he did a lot for that league. Mm-hmm did a lot for that league so yeah unfortunately we're saying rest in peace jim brown but he's definitely going to live on his name's going to live on forever that's always that's just what type of man he was legendary so yeah we're definitely going to miss him but you know his activism work he he brought the crips and bloods together in, in la so you know he was definitely somebody in these streets so yeah, definitely. He was really in these streets, like like you said, he was he was he was out there. Yeah, he was he was definitely out there. Making he is things. what John Morant hopes to be. Before we get to that topic, um, for the hockey fans, last night what I just happened to be watching the Hur- the Hurricanes are in the um, not the they're in the conference finals. No, oh. it's the conference finals. The Hurricanes are in the conference finals. The game last night went to. <clears throat> Quadruple overtime. Oh. Unfortunately, the Hurricanes lost. No. What, what, what game was that? Was that like the final? Game one. Oh, it's just game, game one. one. Game one. But the first one, a quadruple overtime game. And it was it was kind of, it, it was a good game. It was a good game. So, you know, for all the hockey fans, like I said, we were doing sports. So, the Hurricanes are down 1-0 to the, who they lose to last night? Panthers, Florida Panthers. And then in the other series, I believe it's Vegas and the Predators. Yeah, you know more about it than me. Hockey is one of those things I wish I could get into, especially since Raleigh does have a professional sports oh, team. Sorry. It's Vegas and the Stars. So, I mean, if, if, if 
Carolina wins, a lot of people are going to be jumping into hockey because they're going to give us a parade, all that yeah. stuff. And people, no, they've won before. I remember when I was I at Central and they won the um, Stanley Cup and they brought it through Central. I'm like, you really think niggas is going to get up and go see uh, the I, I Stanley Cup? I bet you they win it again, niggas will. I bet yeah, they, they might. But I remember niggas being like, eh, so what? Everybody wants Take to that shit to a white. Take that shit to a PWI where they appreciate it. Call us when the Bobcats win. Up the state, take it up the state. Yeah, you got to take that to state or UNC or Duke where, you know, students of the preach. Central don't give a fuck about no Stanley Cup. They brought that shit to Central. I, if they win again, I don't know. They're picking, they're picking up more fans. Like, I see more and more fans of different ethnicities following the Hurricanes, because you know where I work and I see a lot of people coming in and out. And mm-hmm. Hurricane jerseys are definitely popular right now. Well, jerseys so. are always popular. I remember when Snoop was rocking the Penguins jersey. Yeah, so the, the jersey prices are nothing like they used to be in those days. Like, Oh, so I need to get them now? I mean, I remember getting hip to Mitchell and Ness before everybody got hip to them. Like in 90, what was that, 97? And I was like, man, I don't, I, these are expensive. I don't think I can afford one. And then everybody went and got a Mitchell and Ness, and they got big in the early 2000s. I'm, I'm eyeing this Jalen Hurst jersey. It's a buck sixty, and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and snatch that up when I get a second. But yeah, jerseys are—they're always gonna be big. Fan mm-hmm. bases, you know, just—they're always gonna be big, and just be ready to pay for them, especially for authentic shit. Yeah. So we're gonna go ahead and jump into. Mm-hmm. John Morant. Damn. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and get this topic out. This happened a couple of days ago, so it gave us time to really think on it before. Oh, the halfway thug and, and stuff like that. John Morant was once again for the people who don't know or didn't see was once again caught on video flashing a gun. Now, mm-hmm. there's many sides to this that I've I've heard. A lot of people are like, well, why are you know, people get mad. Why is he getting in trouble? Things of that nature. You know, it, it's it's your right to to carry guns. And, you know, if the firearm's legal, what's the problem? Well, the, I'm going to let you start. Yeah. Well, the number one thing, of course, is the NBA has a, a clause in their contracts, a morality clause, where just because something is legal doesn't mean you should be doing it. You're a member of the NBA and you have a image to uphold professionally. So... Uh, you just can't be out here willy nilly with guns, even though it's legal. You also can't ride motorcycles and you can't skydive and do a bunch of other hazardous shit. You got no business doing cause you got millions in the bank. And I think it's a fair compromise that you limit yourself from that while you're active in the NBA, you can always retire and do whatever you want once you're retired. So, but, uh, with John Morant, Yeah, just because you might legally have a gun or be able to carry one does not mean you should uh, be showing it on on uh, IG, on social media. Uh, It's very dangerous to let people know you have a gun because obviously in a place like Memphis, there are people that don't love you that will test you. And we all know um, Ja Morant isn't really the person he portrays himself to be in these IG uh reels so you have to think about that as well um also it's just stupid uh the amount of money you have uh should prevent you from having to show images that you're showing um and like i said it's just a morality thing it's the same shit jason williams didn't listen to and that's why he uh basically injured his way out the league and damn near had suicide and because his dick wouldn't work because he didn't step off of motorcycles and it fucked up his whole career and his sex life so hey sometimes that moral uh clause they put in is to save you from you that's what i think um this is my take on the situation first off it's just a bad look in general you know i understand he's a young kid 23, I believe. Yeah. But let, let, let's put a lot of this thing, in, but let's put everything into context right now. He was just, he just was in trouble for this. Exactly. No longer than two, two months ago. No longer than two months ago. You were just got caught up doing the same thing two months ago. Mm-hmm. You came out and you said, look, I've learned my lesson. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to take, you 
know, complete responsibility for my actions and you're going to see the change in me. This is what you came and you told these people. You told us. You told Adam Silver. You told everybody. Mm -hmm. You gave everybody your word. You, You disappeared from the game of basketball for a couple of weeks during that time, saying that, you know, he was going to therapy, things of that nature. Yes. What the fuck happened? It was what all a ploy. What the fuck happened? My God, it is so disappointing. My biggest problem with this whole thing is the optics of it. Yeah. It's like we already, and, and J.J. Reddick was like, why are we crucifying a 23-year-old over, you know, this. And I'm like, J.J. Reddick, first of all, and I, lo- I like J.J. Reddick. Yeah. I-, I-, I love J.J. He's Reddick. the next. He's uh, going to be a coach somewhere. He's like the next Steve the next Kerr. Sixers coach. We'll talk about the Sixers in a minute. But nevertheless, I like J.J. But what I'm about to say is going to sound kind of, you're not a young black male. Yeah. You are looking at through the optics of you don't see it how I see it being a black male. We have a horrible, horrible gun problem exactly. in this country, especially in the black community. Amongst young people, you can watch. I watch YouTube videos all the time on um, O Block and just just all types of stuff. YouTube is the library of fuckery of everything. But you know, and all you see is these young kids with guns mm-hmm. everybody got a gun everybody got a gun so when you see your favorite nba player especially in the city of memphis mm-hmm. of all cities the city of memphis where they get down in memphis so you have one of the brightest young stars who is out here as you say, perpetrating, because mm-hmm. you don't have to live that lifestyle. You have no reason to live this lifestyle. You are one of the few who has been given the kind of money where you can actually have a security detail. Like you can have four people with you at all times strapped. You ain't got to do nothing. Just They just walk with you. You have this type of money, but you don't, you prefer not to, and I don't understand why. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why you would jeopardize your financial future because there's going to be some type of repercussions for this act. Oh, yeah. He's going to miss a significant portion of the NBA season because of this. There is going to be some. And like I was telling people, he lucky he wasn't in the NFL. Yeah. Because Roger oh, yeah. Goodell would have fried his little black ass. Yeah. So he's lucky he's not in the NFL. So we're going to see what Adam Silver is going to do. Now, I made a – go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, well, well, what I was basically was going to say was um, in regards to the punishment, um, I find it funny. The only thing I noticed with John Morant is when certain people, like, you know, white ESPN reporters and – Malika Andrews, I just put her in the whole category. They're very quick to say what the punishment should be. And that's just something I noticed with black players. And I noticed with white players, they'll comment on them and they will always say, like, you know, the dude is an idiot, but they will never say a punishment for a white player. They will never say, uh, you know, this white player did this. They should be suspended this many games. They'll say the league should step in and should say or do something, but they will never, ever suggest what the punishment should be. But when it comes to a black player like John Moran, that is one thing I do notice with white reporters. They are very quick to say what the punishment should be. To put them back in line. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, I hate I hate to even be that person, but it has to be some. It has. To oh be yeah, some. I mean, it just has to be some. I I defended him the first time because I get it, you know, being twenty three and but you know, once you see the, the the magnitude of what you did and you decide to do it again, I I really can't give you sympathy or empathy. I feel like whatever the league is going to do to you is probably going to be overkill, but I mean, it's overkill you put yourself into by and playing it, this it, game. It, it comes back to. What what you got going on in your life that this is what you you, you need to be in the gym. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You you need to be practicing on that three. You need to be working on your game. I don't understand what is this this thing about always trying to look a certain way when you don't have to. We don't see you like that. We see you dunking the basketball. That's how we we like seeing you. Exactly. You know, and, and for you to give off this image when I'm from South Carolina. He's from South Carolina. He's from a, a little town called Sumter. You know, we talk about his dad. His dad used to ball, used to ball. His dad's nice. He he came from a, a good a good family. You don't get that nice acting the way he's acting or, or doing the stuff he he's per, perpetuating. You don't get that good at basketball doing stuff like that. Mm. I believe the suspension. Even if they suspend or just tell them that, you know, you can't be here for a while. It should be about, I think I might have overjumped the gun. I said the whole season. The whole season, that's a long time. Yeah. The Grizzlies need them by the playoffs because they <laughs> are good enough to get to the playoffs without them. That's the whole, that's that's a long time. But half the season, like all-star break, like you, because your image is completely tarnished and shambles. Nobody's going to touch you. All the sponsorships that you had, they're yanking them. Yeah. They're yanking them as quick as you as quick as you got them, taking them away. Nike, Powerade, anybody that's done business with you is now disassociating themselves from you because you you're, you're such a tarnished brand. And the the worst part about this is, bro, you know how long it's going to take to fix your image. Yeah. Do you know how long it's really going to take? It's not going well, to be. it's not going to be that long because people don't really, people really don't want to see Ja punished or, you know, suspended. But we know it's just a natural course of based on his actions. Like, I don't want to see him not on the floor. But, but this is the thing. No, I don't. But the reason I say that is because you've already said that you changed. Yeah, yeah, that is so true. So now that you said that you changed and went back and did it again, we're just not going to take it at, Face value than that. Uh, yeah, that nigga was spewing the lyrics to uh, Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. <laughs> uh, gonna make a change. You know, so now we can't take you at face value no more because you've already burnt, burnt that, that bridge. You burnt that up. Yeah. So now we, it's definitely going to take you at least, and not it's not going to be next season. It's probably going to be a couple of seasons before people come back around to you in that way again bringing endorsements and stuff like they said and you know it's not for sure it's allegedly like he cost himself 40 million i believe he cost himself 40 million getting in trouble the first time yeah by them not putting him on the all nba teams because now you can't get the superman oh it's costing them endorsements because nike just took his uh shoe off of their app so now you can't get the Supermax when it comes time to get this contract. Now, the owner can do one of two things. Like they said, the owner can either be like, you know what, take some time away from the game and really reshape your image. Or the owner can say, you know what, we just don't want to deal with this foolishness. Yeah. The owner can do whatever he wants to. He can, he can avoid his contract right now because of you, you violated your, your, co- your contract. Exactly. So we're going to, I doubt if he would do that though. Like this boy brings in millions and millions of dollars. But if the owner wanted to, he could definitely tell him, look, we, we don't want you no more. Yeah. I, I doubt they would give John Moran away. He is their star. But, you know, look, we don't know how rich people think. You know, there, there might be somebody in his ear, like to say, like he's a bad investment. He's mm-hmm. a bad investment. You know, it only takes one person to, this really slander your name and regards of how talented you are. We've seen it. We've seen super talented players and their career amounts to nothing because of getting in trouble. So, you know, we we wish John Moran the best. Like, I love to see John Moran play. Like, one of the up-and-coming stars in the NBA. But when you have people like LeBron who never get in trouble, Mm-hmm. Never get in trouble. Worst thing LeBron does is blows a dunk, misses layups, oh, shit like, yeah. stuff like of that nature. You never see LeBron get in trouble outside of basketball. And you, Jaw was getting ready to be the face. I believe. I believe mm-hmm. he was possibly going to become the face of the NBA. 
they were going to get him out of Memphis probably. But just his talent, all that excitement, everything, like how people were enamored with AI and yeah. how they loved Derrick Rose. He was the same player, same exact player. But now you, you've done so much. It's like, I just I just want you to get back right. And quit letting these niggas video you doing everything. Like, Jesus, your boys are fucking it up for everybody. They're not going to let you hang with them no more. They're, they're not going to let they're, they're no longer your friends. I already know how that plays. Mm-mm. Yeah, so it's a lot of shit that comes with this gun shit. So I tell anybody, especially when you've got social media, it's weird because, you know, they people keep saying, oh, he's 23 and he's going to make mistakes. And I know I've been 23 before. And if I had access to 200 million, I'm pretty sure I would make some mistakes, too. It's just I wouldn't make the mistake of having a gun in my hand on a live video like IG. My mistake would have been tricking on these hoes. You know, like I, I think, like I don't know when, 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 like you say, when social media is everything in this era. Like you have to be seen. You have to be seen at all costs in this era. And I probably wouldn't have made it coming up when I was growing up if social media was around when we were younger. We were doing some wild stuff. We were some oh, yeah. wild boys. Oh, yeah. So I can kind of understand. But like you say, when you're dealing with that kind of money, we always wanted the homeboy who went to the NBA or the NFL that we hung out with and stuff like that. Just to, you know, enjoy some of the perks of that. Mm-hmm. And these guys have fucked it up for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't y'all have a homeboy who went to the NBA? We know a couple of people, but we I'm never just had saying them. somebody was intra- in, inducted into. Oh, um, Nikki. Nikki was inducted into. No. Not Nikki. Here. Your boy. Oh, shout out. God. My man. Shout out, my man, Six. I, I definitely got to give Jermaine O'Neal his shout out. Like, he's from the era when niggas were going straight from high school to the NBA. Jermaine was a monster in, in high school. I went to go see him play one game at Benedict College, mm-hmm. and he played for Eau Claire, the Shamrocks, one yeah. of the one of the greatest high school basketball programs are in the country. Like shout out Eau Claire. Yeah. So Jermaine O'Neal uh, was ele- uh, elected to the South Carolina Athletic Hall of Fame May 15th. Oh, well, the, the the ceremony was, I guess, May 15th at the South Carolina Convention Center. So, yeah, Jermaine O'Neal of mainly remembered with the Indiana Pacers. And didn't he win a ring with the Heat? That, that 03. I believe he might have won a ring with the Heat. Yeah, so he was inducted to the South Carolina Athletic Hall of Fame, which is awesome. But a lot of people don't understand, especially because, you know, we he grew up in the city and stuff. We followed his career. Jermaine went, his first team he went to, Portland. Yeah, they didn't and play him. didn't get no burn. I remember that. He stuck behind Rashi Wallace, and there was another um, board that was there, too. Rashid, and then I know Steve Smith was on that Portland team. Uh, who else was on that team? I, I got to look, but there was another one. And like you said, Jermaine ain't, Six ain't getting no pizza. Yeah. And he was just, you know, he was a great baller. And when he went to Indiana, Indiana that's out. when he turned he the showed out. Was it, Would you consider him a superstar or a star? I would give him star just because he never led a team to a championship, but he did get one with the Heat. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say superstar just because he's from the city. Well, yeah, you're biased, but overall, he's a star because, like you say, a superstar in the league that that it, it comes with a lot of accolades. A superstar, a star is one thing, a but a superstar is, is completely different. Different, yeah. And, yeah, six was a star. Yeah, and he, Indiana was great when he was there. Yeah, they, that they was were, when they had Reggie Miller in his prime. Uh, well, slightly out of his prime. Competitive teams and stuff like that. Who else was there? Tinsley. Tinsley was there. Jamal. Um, who was small forward? Was Ron Artest? Ron Artest. Was there yeah, there with him. Ron Artest. Steven Jackson, Jackson was there with him. Just like, he yeah, the, with the 03. <laughs> well, I know they got hands. I don't know. Like, hold on. Wasn't he on the team? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Remember, yeah, he had yeah, the slide and yeah, punch. Yeah, 
Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal had probably the most devastating punch <laughs> out of all those. Uh, he lucky Detroit. he slid because if that dude did slide, he yeah, would have just been waking up the day. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neal came in with that sliding punch. But yeah, big shout out my man Jermaine O'Neal, who definitely deserves that accolade that he's getting because he he was a, he was a superstar in South Carolina. He oh, yeah. was a superstar. Well, I think you have to be a superstar at some point in your basketball career in order to get to the NBA, whether it's in high school or college. If you ain't if you ain't ever been the man, then you're probably not going to get to the I NBA. Know, before we get into the playoffs, I, I've been seeing this a lot, especially from NBA players, and I'm going to throw it out to you. They were saying a lot of players don't love the game like that. and They probably and don't. as I watch the game, I'm like – a they lot don't. Of players don't love the game. Like it makes like sense. They're supposed to. You, if you're like six foot eight, six foot nine, you know, if you seem like somebody who's gonna be tall, people force you into basketball. And like <laughs> seriously, right. they'll you force right. you. Like, damn, you tall. You play basketball. Like, nah. Like, nah. I'm sitting here doing this other. You should play basketball. And then people force <laughs> you into that shit. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you can go to college for free. And you're like, oh shit. And then somebody says, hey, you can get millions of dollars for doing the same shit you've been doing the past what seven, eight years. It makes sense. It makes all the sense in the that's world. The knock on cat. He yeah. doesn't love the game, which but I, I mean, it makes sense. You're seven foot. Like, what else are you going to be? A security guard? A janitor? Like, you might as well try to excel at yeah. what you're doing. Be, be great at your craft. Yeah. Like, you know, I read a statistic that said out of all the seven feet people in the world, 17% have been employed by the NBA. And that makes sense because you can't teach tall. So you yeah. automatically, being seven feet, and just being able to run up and down the court is enough to get you in the league. Seven feet tall, and you can't. You look at Boban. That, yeah, that man is trash, boy. He's just there. That's but, why he's got a. But he's making millions. He makes he, more than doctors. So you know, I, I like you said, I can see why some people don't love it. But yeah, but a lot of people are just. Like you say, gifted. Yeah, the gifted. Gifted physically, and yeah, if you're a natural at it, and some people don't hone it. Like I think that's what Tracy McGrady's issue was. I don't think you don't think Tracy really went as hard as he could. Well, I think because of his injuries and, and shit like that. I don't think he ever really changed up his game. It was always athletic. Like certain people, like you knew, love the game. Like. You know Kobe loved the game. Yeah, like Kobe would, was. Yeah. Like, Kobe would die on the court if he could have. Like, yeah. he, he would have died. Like, LeBron loves the game. game. Like, yeah. certain players you know really love the game. And so why? Eh, nah. eh, you know, he, he likes it. Like, yeah. you know, um, Cat, like I said. Yeah. 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 And, um, who's the kid who plays with Cat? Anthony Edwards. He loves the game. Yeah, yeah. He looked okay. James Jimmy Butler. Yeah, he loves the game. Jimmy Butler loves the game. He left two teams he was successful at and probably could have got more money to go to a team that wanted it. So, yeah, Jimmy Butler definitely Jimmy Butler those. Loves the hell, game. there are a lot of bench players and role players that could be superstars if they actually love the game and put the work ethic in, but they have the natural ability to glide and make their money. And I get it because just because you play basketball don't mean you love basketball. And like I said, when you six eight six nine. You're just forced into that shit. I know my brother-in-law, or I guess my ex-brother. I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> uh, my my um, brother-in-law is six foot eight. So you know, he wow. you know the first question everybody asked, "Did you play?" And yeah, he got dunked on by Tyson Chandler in high school. So, um, but you know that that's the first question everybody asks him. So I get it. You're tall. You ain't, you know people force you into that shit, just like football. Like, I didn't like football because people forced but me into that guy. shit. That, so, but, yeah, I didn't have a choice. The football players pushed me into that shit. My parents pushed me into that shit. Teachers, everybody said I, I should play football. Brother, sissy brother, seven foot, six eleven. Yeah. He used to play at um, USC at, at the Trojans. He played with Evan Mobley and stuff. And like you say, um, he loves the game, but you're seven foot, too. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> and I love basketball. I didn't really get into football, really, until I was in college. I mean, I watched it in high school and all that, and I followed the Redskins, of course, but I didn't really become a huge fan until... Of football? Yeah, until Central. Like, I mean, I watched football. Oh, I rooted for the Redskins every year, but, like, I wasn't following the league like that until college. 
always loved football. It, yeah. I, I, I just always loved football. My dad gave me the love for basketball because mm. he played basketball all the time when I was younger. Like, exactly. He used to take us to he used to take us to the park and he got pictures of me in the yeah. fucking um whatever the crowd yeah. sitting out there while he playing and stuff like that. Shit, so that was the exact opposite reason of why football was my family because my dad was five foot nine. And the sad part was he was athletic. He was football, track and field. And he said the only thing he couldn't do was basketball because of his height. And he said he's always hated basketball because of that. So you uh, know. one of the one of the one of the shortest guys I know could jump the highest. Like, oh, yeah. This dude was like 5'9 yeah. and probably had a 47-inch vert. I believe it. I, I read Muggsy Bogues' autobiography. He said he could dunk. He just couldn't get his hand around a, uh, a regular-sized basketball. But he said he could dunk like tennis balls and shit that his hand could wrap around. So I believe you can be 5'3 and get up there. You just gotta have strong legs. If for anybody watching this game right now, oh, look, that's why I want, I'm, I'm trying to hold off on my playoff take until this. It's only week. like a couple minutes that's left. What I'm saying. That's why I'm trying to hold off a couple of other stuff to talk about. We are watching the Heat Celtics game too with a minute boy, 38 left stuff in the fourth quarter. We could talk about the um, the Lakers playoff. Okay, so. I don't think it's going to be a sweep, but I, I see the Nuggets. Not going to be a sweep. I see the Nuggets winning if unless LeBron pulls some major shit, and that bothers me because the Nuggets really don't have a, a a paint presence, just the way like every other team. Every other team has a uh, in the playoffs you right say now. The Nuggets don't have a paint presence. I no, Djokovic is not I a shot blocker. He makes up for so much, but he's more, not a though, shot like, blocker and he's not yo, a defender. Yo. I was Jokic might be the most impressive player in the NBA. Yeah, like I, I'm. I'm for now, and the only reason I'm saying that because it, I, I'm, I got another question I'm gonna ask. Jokic, Jokic is already top five mm-hmm. right now in the NBA without without even thinking about it. Yeah, I believe that this is AD's chance to either shine or. Get shat on. And so far, he's been getting shat on in the way. And he had a good game one. He dropped like 40 and had 10 points. But Jokic game one was so much Much better better. that you would have expected that type of game from Davis. But you got it from Jokic. Yeah. And Jokic always told people, wait until my team gets back. Jokic always went to the playoffs without his team. Murray came back and Porter came back. And now they are... They're they're serious. Like the Lakers might be in trouble. We'll we'll oh, be yeah. able to tell. I believe the next game might be Sunday. We'll be able to tell Sunday. But Jokic is so big and he controls so much of the game. And then Murray plays so well off of him mm-hmm. that I don't know. The Nuggets the Nuggets might pull off the upset. We're going to have to wait and see. I know everybody's got their money on the Lakers because of LeBron. You know. It, it's rare that the king doesn't make it to the championship. Mm-hmm. It's very rare. I, I believe they're going to get there. I believe whoever wins the West is going to win the championship. I, I don't see Boston or the Heat beating uh, beating the Lakers or or the uh, Nuggets. Nuggets in well, seven. like they said, the Nuggets are the most formidable team to me that the Lakers have played in yeah. the playoffs. You know, they beat Memphis. Memphis was without um, Steven Adams and Brandon Cook. Yeah. Then they beat Golden State. Golden State, they're just small. Yeah, and, yeah, um, too small. And Poole was, you know, when, when Golden State's on, you can't beat them. But when they're off, they're small. And Poole, like, pulled the wool over people's eyes. Yeah. Now, now the Lakers have to battle against a team that, first of all, Gets disrespected. Yeah, they have a chip on their shoulder. <laughs> Denver gets disrespected every, they do. every turn. When they won game one, they talked about the Lakers, yeah. how the Lakers found something. Even though the Lakers lost, they were like, the Lakers found something in that game one loss that they're going to capitalize on the game two. Came out, lost game two, and still came out talking about the Lakers. Yep. So the disrespect is heavy with this Lakers um, Nuggets series. So I can see why the Nuggets are playing inspired basketball. They won their two at home. The next two are in L.A. We'll see how it goes. 
Yep. As for LeBron, I hope he's saving it up. He should just stop shooting threes. He was zero for 10 from three-point line last game, and he missed that wide-open-ass dunk. It's not stop shooting threes. It's stop shooting so many contested threes. When you no, know just you threes, period. Well, first of all, the Nuggets have no post game or no post defense, so he has the ability to get it to the paint, and he needs to do that each and every time. Because they can't do shit about it. The Nuggets don't have the the low post presence to stop Ron from getting to the hole. That's why it really kind of bothered me that he wants to be Steph Curry in this series. <laughs> where he needs to be LeBron James and just take it to the rack. So uh, what you're saying is game three, I can expect a more aggressive LeBron they James. Need, well, he to needs to be aggressive if, if they plan on winning. And I also think maybe the air has something to do with it. That thin air probably. Yeah, that possibly can. People go to Denver to train, so I already know that that altitude is different. They probably got them canisters of air and whatnot, which they need. And Murray's a beast. Like, let's just like Murray is a baller. Like Murray is nice. The boy dropped twenty four. Was it twenty four in the fourth quarter? Mm -hmm. Like the boy is nice. And one of those shots was in LeBron's face. Like, Murray is is a future. I don't know if he's going to be a superstar, but he's a star right now. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Murray Murray's doing his thing. So, I believe, like you say, I believe that whoever comes out the West, even though when we get to talk about the next series, I believe the Heat are just dog. I yeah. Believe, like, yeah. they're going to give you, if they make it, they're going to make it competitive. They just don't have enough to withstand whatever the Lakers or the Nuggets are going to bring to them. But it's just like right now, though, I just, like, Jimmy Butler just turns into whoever you need him to be uh, for what, just to win the game. And that's that's really why he got that dog in him, man. And the Nuggets have shut D'Lo down. Yeah, yeah. Like, they shut D'Angelo completely down. Mm -hmm. And then the Nuggets, like, I mean, the um, Lakers, their bench, Rui's nice. I don't know how they let him go out of D.C. I do. We we need to let everything go and just start from scratch. We need to let Beal go, too. I just believe the the Wizards need to start over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think it's 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 jacked up that he wastes his prime with such uh, – uh, and they're my franchise, they're my team, but, you know, I'm realistic about the Wizards. They suck. And what 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 I don't we'll, we'll discuss the draft later, but I don't even know what their pick was. That's how I, I mean with the we'll discuss the draft yeah. later. Um, back to the Lakers. I don't know if their bench is good enough. Schroeder, um, Rui's nice. Um, who? else do they go to i haven't heard nothing about old boy who was the star against um golden state ain't heard his name lonnie Ooh. walker oh yeah ain't heard lonnie walker name yet like mm-hmm. ain't heard nothing about him so we're going to see what changes the lakers make for game three but uh, unless Jokic gets hurt <laughs> Or Murray get hurt. Ah, the Lakers have a steep hill to climb. I know there's a bunch of Laker fans out there. Laker Nation is just like Cowboy Nation. They're very deep in it, but but they're I, not as obnoxious as Dallas Cowboy fans. I, I don't know if the Lakers are going are, are good enough to beat Denver. I I don't know. We're going to wait and see. And okay, this 19 seconds. What is that? 19.3 seconds left. Uh, Miami is up 107 with Boston uh, to 105. Okay, we go ahead and start talking about this. Yeah, because this If game... Boston lose this game in Boston, it's over. Oh, yeah. It's over. There's no way they're going to win two in Miami. Nah, nah, I don't see two in Miami. Which you have to win two in Miami now if you lose this one. So this series is... Might be over. So with the Heat, it's like so many Heat players are injured, and yet they've taken them this far. Do you? Th- I, I don't know if this is a fluke because they did go to the finals in the bubble with Jimmy Butler. This is my question, and this is what I wanted to pose to you earlier. Are we not giving Jimmy Bucket his, his just due? Like, is he a top five player in the league right now? It's like, uh, is Jimmy Buckets a top five player in the league right now, and we're just not giving him his due because the boy balling. Yeah, he's the super boy balling. boy 
balling. It's amazing you can take a team from a playing game all the way to the, the Eastern Conference boy Finals. Is balling. The Miami Heat have just beat the Boston Celtics game beat. two. Well, the now, game isn't over now. There's still, uh, what is it, 11 seconds or what? Is it over? No, the game ain't over. Look at Kevin Love. Yeah, they got 8.4 seconds left. And they're down four. Oh, okay. And Max Strauss is at the yeah, line. So, Max yeah, it, it's pretty much a wrap. Yeah, they got a white guy shooting free throws and stuff yeah. like that. So, now, Miami, <sighs> Boston might be done. Their, their goose might be cooked. It's not going to be a sweep, though. I think they're going to get one game. Boy, you know that. Because these games are too close for I, them to. I think it's kind of hard to fly into Miami and be serious that first game because you know you want to get out. Yeah. You want to get out in the streets that first night. Yeah. <laughs> it's Miami. It's Miami. So, you know, we're down 0-2, but that first night in Miami, oh, we got to go. We got to be serious, serious. I don't know. And that's I, game. I don't like I don't like Boston's chances. I don't yeah. like their chances at all. But back to that. Miami 111, Boston 105 final score. And why is he why is Ludacris in Boston? That's weird. I think Jimmy Butler is the top five player in the NBA. Right I agree. Now. Right now. I can't deny it considering what he's done. Right now. After the way that the um, Heat have gone on this run, like you say, an eighth seed who should should have actually lost the play and, and they shouldn't even been in the um, playoffs. Yeah, I don't even think they were originally the eighth seed. They had to get to the eighth seed. They, they were like the and ninth. Chicago or was beating them, and they came back on Chicago to win the game. I know Chicago don't feel as bad. No, uh, not, not now when you're they're going to be probably in the ECF. But yeah, Jimmy, the whole. Miami Heat team is just dogs. Yeah. They, they just play hard. Boston. I, it's good coaching. Boston with Tatum. Because Tatum is a beast. Brown's a beast. But something's not something's not. I think they're going to get rid of Jalen Brown. I think. Well, I, I just he, think they need a better complimentary player. That's crazy. Those two together, you need you another player. I don't, I don't think they I, need another player. I, I just can't see you breaking up Jalen and Tatum. I just, I just they're can't not that see great of that. a duo. I think they're a great duo together. They play off each other perfectly. They're both one on one players per se. That's what I mean. Oh, man, imagine I, if they had a phenomenal point guard. I, let, don't don't get me wrong because the next topic is the Sixers, and I hate Jason Tatum, but he's a baller. He is a baller. Hey, Jason Tatum. I do. I do. Yeah, he, I think he, Jason he, Tatum he, is he, dope. He scored 50, 51 on my boys. Yeah, good. Game seven. Nah, yeah. I hate Jason Tatum. We'll, we'll never be cool. Yeah. I can, I can respect Well, you got to you gotta understand your team had Doc Rivers as a coach and James Harden. It's, James I'm Harden. Let's go ahead and get to this Philly thing. So, James Harden is getting ready to become a free agent. James Harden's about to test the free agent market. As a Sixers fan, he aggravated me so much in this I'm playoff I'm not even a Sixers fan, and he aggravates me. The thing with James Harden that really bothered me this playoff series, because, like I said, he had 240 balls yes. in the Boston series. But if you watched any of the games we lost, James Harden would have his man beat, beat him off the dribble, gone. By him, and instead of taking the shot, he passed. He passed out of it. I, 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 so I'm not the only one who noticed. This. I saw that play. Like he, James Harden going to James Harden. Not play plays. Multiple plays. He kept beating his man and then passing out. Which is the like, James Harden move? I like PJ. But we all know P.J. Tucker is not a knockdown three-pointer. He'll hit a couple. He'll get warm. He'll hit one he if don't he's get open. hot. He yeah. get warm. Yeah. But he's not a knockdown shooter. Why? I wouldn't have gave up that shot to pass to uh, P.J., though. And then on top of that, game seven, yes. you just didn't play. Like, you didn't show up. You or Embiid. But Embiid gets an excuse. His knees hurt. He, you know, he... He had a bad game. Harden played so passive, and I don't know if I want him to come back to Philly. I don't know if I want to give him, if I want my team to give him $40 million a year, which he's going to want. Mm -hmm. 
Go back to Houston. Yeah. Go to go to go to Phoenix. I heard that's where you want to go to too. Go Ew. To no, no, no. He that's needs to stay the fuck out that's, of Phoenix. That's, that's a he is a well. dream. He is a team killer. Whatever team he is a part of, he's gonna he's not gonna show up in your game seven. He's not gonna show up on the elimination game. That's alleged as well. Yeah, and he's gonna shoot you out of game seven. And he's gonna make lots of turnovers and he's gonna do lots of fat. I just I, I I'm having a hard time with James Harden being like at one time and it wasn't that long ago you were dominant like completely dominant like you could do whatever you want and like three four years later you've lost the step somehow you still got it at times but i i, I don't know I'm, he just has me aggravated that that sixers lost to the celtics when we had them down three two a game at home to win it and a game in boston win it and both games we shit the bed Basically, basically, basically shit the bed both games and got put out in the playoffs to get Doc fired. James Harden got Doc Rivers fired. Yeah, but Doc, it, Doc was Doc was in a no win situation anyway. Either you're winning and you keep your job, or you're losing and you're getting fired. That was I knew that was coming. Job opening. I, I would. Doc mind. has been riding that fucking championship fifteen years ago for all Why it's worth. Is Boston. His fucking like he can't get past Boston to save his life. I don't get it. Like ever since he got that ring with Boston, every coach goes to Boston and he just can't get Boston. He can't get past him. Now I'm looking at do we get Sam Cassell? Sam Cassell been on our bench for a while. Yeah. Sam Cassell been there for JJ Reddick. I I'm interested to see what he might I'm all for. Well, who who's interested in JJ Reddick? Wasn't it uh Toronto? The name that they keep throwing around that always makes me roll my eyes. What? Dan Tony. Oh God. Yeah, I saw they were talking about <laughs> Look, the Knicks getting No, 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 no. 76. That's a coach. I don't care where he goes to, especially my team. I just roll my eyes. I remember no. how the Knicks look when Dan Tony coached him. I remember how the Rockets, Rockets look. look. Like I know what that style Suns. the Suns look. I know what that style Lakers. looks like. It's it's fast paced. It's, it's exciting. It's not gonna win it's you not shit. Win you shit. And it's more than likely gonna get you put out once the league. In the second round. Yeah, because Steve Nash never went to the finals. So it gets you. So I'm not really excited. About That's a that tier movie. below Barkley. Like when you're when you're in the Hall of Fame, but never went to the NBA finals. At I least Barkley can say that. he played for a championship. And Carl Malone Charles and takes, Charles takes a lot of a lot of a lot of bad shit. shit that he shouldn't like. If he was a monster back in his day, yeah. he he was a monster. Like Phoenix would not have even sniffed the chip if it wasn't for Barkley that year. He was averaging 30 and some chain. Like, Barkley was amazing. Barkley was a beast. You know, I didn't like Barkley when he played, and I wasn't really sad when that he was didn't get his favorite player. Barkley was Buddhist. I, I did not like Barkley when he played, but, I mean, now that I'm older, I can appreciate Barkley. Yeah, like, when you go back and look on people's day, like that's going to be the LeBron thing. When you go back and look at LeBron's game after he leaves, you're going to be like, you know what? I probably was a little bit too rough on that kid. He was amazing. Yeah. He, he was beyond amazing. Mm-hmm. What we got left? Um, we got to oh, we got to give a birthday shout out to who is it? Michael Edmund Olron from Alaska. Happy from birthday, brother, my dude, David. Olron, and just so people can see, oh, they don't have the new comments displaying. We're trying to do new shit here with the chat overlays, and for some reason, no new comments are popping up, so we don't have a new comment to display. So, well, me... happy birthday, my god! Yeah, you know, the birthdays, birthday season, yeah. my, my, my youngest son's birthdays next week, my everybody's birthdays, birthdays in May, everybody's a Gemini. My Twenty third. So happy birthday, Mom! I'll tell you again tomorrow night when we do the show. Yeah, everybody. What, what other topics we got? Okay, so we discussed uh, James Harden sucking. We need to get into the NBA draft because that's a pretty big deal. I feel well. First of all, who won it? Okay, San Antonio won the NBA draft. You have your boy Victor Wembanyama, who, who has been said to be the greatest. NBA prospect of all time. Uh, I think that's hype. I think that's cap. 
big, as the kids say, big cap. Yeah. LeBron James just, like, LeBron, I remember LeBron. LeBron. I remember LeBron It will never be bigger than LeBron. Look, I remember Melo. Melo was a big prospect coming out. Like, I remember some pretty big prospects. And I'm just not sold on on old boy yet. No, I think he's going to be the truth. I just think he's not going to just immediately come in and dominate. I don't think, um, you know, I don't think he's going to be like the NBA's best player in his rookie year or anything. But I think once he gets uh, some some weight on him, he's going to be nice. Isn't he seven five? This is my thing. This is my thing. We've seen all these super tall guys come through the league that are supposed to transcend the league. How many have really transcended the league? How many got the opportunity? What about Ball Ball? I thought he was going to do something. He's still in the league. Hey, all right, but he hasn't trans like. Like what I'm saying is Yao Ming. Yeah. Yao Ming was. Who was the other dude? The um other tall dude that used to be on Boston. Um, I forgot. Taco. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Taco Fall. He, he he didn't even he didn't even get no burn. So my thing, especially with these tall players, is injury. Yeah. Injury. I don't see his career being successful because I've getting his shit. Any tall dude really. Boban. Is he injured all the time? He don't ever play. play. <laughs> I mean, Bull like, Bull gets injured. Like, yeah, yeah, man. I think all of the big Odin. All I mean, these what about the old school big men like Manu Bowl and George Marison? I don't remember them being ever. The, 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 the only transcending thing they did was block shots. Yeah, that, that's all we did with that. You're you're talking about this kid Victor has a jumper, crossover, all that. Like, but. He thin as hell. Where's the number one player from last year? Ooh, I don't even remember. Chet. Oh, yeah, Chet Holmgren. Chet, Chet's yeah. supposed to revolutionize the game. Yeah, he went number one. We didn't see Chet walk. Because Chet is real thin. And you get ready to tell me this seven foot six real thin kid is getting ready to come in here. And I'm I'm, yeah. I'm betting more money that he injures and his career is it's pretty good, but injuries are going to derail. Him. Yeah, I do see injuries affecting him. Look at MB. You know, I love MB. Injuries have affected his career. He's hurt every playoff. Yeah, him every and Anthony Davis. Around, Anthony Davis. Every time playoffs come around, it's some type of ailment. But you do have Chris Paul, who's injured too, and he's little. So I mean, <laughs> he's just he's just bad. He's just unlucky. Got bad. He's just unlucky. Like he's he's been injured, like we said, at least the past six six playoffs, six seven playoffs, mm. seven years in a row. You've been hurt every uh, year. Yeah, clockwork. I just get new feet at this and point. This is another reason I'm disappointed because I don't really know any college kids. I don't either. Like, you know, I know Victor because that's all they've been talking about. The Hornets got a number two pick. Who's good enough to go number two in the NBA draft? I don't know. I don't know any of the I don't know. Yeah, that's the sad part. I don't know. Outside of this Victor dude, I don't know. I watched some of the, you know, I watched some of the tournament, but I don't really remember anybody really sticking out like that. Like, mm, they go, hold on. Was it the kid from Alabama? I wouldn't know. A guard? I wouldn't know. I'm going to do better research. And and next Uh, week when we talk about the draft again, I'll know. I'm still waiting for Kenny Lofton Jr. to get his shot. I like watching him play. The big dude with the Grizzlies. They showed this clip. They should have played him more against against L.A. if you want to be honest. I didn't know he was on their roster. I thought he was in the G League. Yeah, especially with Steven Adams being out. Why didn't you play him more against L.A.? Because you needed the size. Yeah, they're doing him dirty. Um, There was something else. Um, okay, so you said, James, we we covered Lakers, uh, Nuggets. We covered Heat, Celtics. We covered James Harden being shit, the NBA draft. Uh, I'm not sure what else is basketball-wise. I think we, think we covered – we hit all our we sports. covered stars, all our so. sports. And we did it within an hour because we are on the 59-minute and 15-second. We covered all the sports. So tomorrow – Tomorrow or the night, I'm gonna go and do some topics. We got it. We we're gonna be discussing uh, tomorrow. Oh. Jay and Beyonce buying that house in 
we're also going to be discussing right. um wasn't it prince harry and megan oh yeah um, getting that assassination temp yeah, ain't so. nobody trying to wesley snipe me it's less than likely <laughs> we'll be talking about that tomorrow night yeah. as well. we'll have topics for tomorrow night it, it was some stuff that they were mad night. as hell they were like you trying to introduce new pussy that you're not related to into this family prince harry we're gonna kill you and her that's what they said wow Make sure you tune into the show tomorrow night. Once again, I got to give a shout out to my co-hosts with the Moses, Kelly, Joe, and Buddha, 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 Buddha. They will be, well, I don't know, Buddha might not be in tomorrow. Wow, what's have, Buddha doing? They, they got games. Oh. But it might be rain tomorrow. The weather's supposed to be kind of Oh, I, I, it's baseball? This week. Yeah. Okay. I thought the he was going supposed to be AAU basketball. Weekend. So... Buddha might be here tomorrow night. Kelly says she's going to be here. We're going to have topics tomorrow night. We appreciate y'all watching. Shout out all our loyal, faithful watchers, viewers. Catch us tomorrow night. We'll be here about 10, 1030, somewhere around there. Y'all have a good night. Enjoy yourselves. Be safe out there if you're going out. Peace. Peace. Where the summer at? Where the warm weather at? Last year it was hot. I don't know. Hold on. We're still we're still live. That's cool. I don't care because I want them to hear me. I'm still mad about it not being warm yet. It's fucking 70 degrees outside. Yeah. May around this time is usually supposed to be talking about it's going to be in the 70s next week, too. Yeah. I'm used to it being a lot hotter. Yeah, like I just awful. I'm used to my AC being left to fuck on in May and I had to turn it off. The summer is going to be but that's good isn't that mean it's gonna be a not as a hot summer that means we can go to bimbe it's gonna be hot we can go to bimbe without sweating out gallons of bodily fluid it's gonna be hot all right all right we end in the stream y'all see you